hear her and her colleagues and her colleagues. Uh, I have to put the disclaimer out that I am an attorney, but I am not necessarily your attorney. I do not have relationships. I will be going to your home or yours for me and just purely for inform information purposes. So with everything going on in the world and pandemonium, so to speak, we see a lot of new legislation, a lot of effects on businesses. It's, it's just it's negative, right? It's sad. It's hard. You know, I personally have had to advise some clients to lay off people and nobody wants to do that. So this hour, we thought we'd do something a little different. We talk about businesses that can thrive during a time like this. And I brought on my husband, Michael, with me, and he works in risk management. So he naturally is inclined to see, let's say, the cautionary side of things. He's um, Eric's more kind of caution. I call him Mr. Safety. So his perspective might be a little different. But we are confident that our businesses that can thrive, right? You have economic upturns and downturns all the time. A pandemic is very unique, but it's still specific to economic swings. So what could thrive right now? What business could really take off during a time like this? And we might not necessarily name a business, but maybe an industry or a business type. So this is just off the cusp. It's rather impromptu. So with that being said, we're going to just dive on in. So Michael, tell us, what's something you think will thrive? You go to the grocery store. What is the first thing that they are sold out of right now? Mm, toilet paper, apparently. <laughs> toilet paper, right? And who typically backs a lot of toilet paper products? Procter & Gamble and... Johnson and Johnson, Johnson. Johnson, right? So, why do we think they're doing in the market? Well, I think their stocks are pretty much fucked <laughs> for the most part. Yeah, and I heard something recently too that um, Lowe's and Home Depot stocks are up or haven't necessarily been as affected. I think people are intending that they're going to be able to eat the toilet paper and see that. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, what do we need all this for? It's not that kind of, it's not what they call dysentery. It's not that kind of disease. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think it's going to be going that far. Like, it reminds <laughs> me of, like, the hurricane blows when we lived in Florida, right? And, like, you couldn't get water or toilet paper to save your life. Well, that's what it feels like. I mean, it's not like we, I don't know why people are panicking and rushing so much to buy toilet paper and paper towels. Like, that's going to save our lives one day. Yeah, maybe they like know something we don't know, right? Like maybe there is something you can yeah. use this for. Maybe I'm just ignorant. <laughs> yeah, know. maybe we're missing out. Just, I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, I'm the dumb one. Yeah. I didn't buy, go and stock up my basement with toilet. You didn't paper. get enough Charmin, and it's just gonna be bad for you. And beef. I didn't get enough beef. And either. beef. Yes, I saw my favorite meme, and I love trucks, right? So. Smoking the Bandit, if any of you have ever seen that old one with Burt Reynolds, you know, back in his uh, heyday. <laughs> so, oh, it's the meme is the truck, the 18-wheeler is the Charmin truck, <laughs> and I just love it. So, people are freaking out um, and buying toilet paper. So, Procter & Gamble, kudos to you, and Johnson & Johnson. If you guys don't know, Johnson & Johnson, Procter & Gamble, both of those are... Um, for, la for a simple explanation, they're kind of like parent companies with a lot of little affiliates and subsidiaries underneath them, and they back not just baby products anymore or household products, but they are contact lenses, um, they're in medical supplies, I mean, they're everywhere. So they're pretty big. It's no longer just, just your baby lotion and baby powder. 
And so that's definitely taken off. Lysol. <laughs> so Clorox. I mean, come on. Can you find Lysol or any of that anywhere? I, I mean, I just waited about an hour at Costco to get just the bare necessities, and that didn't include any cleaning chemicals. And every time I hear bare necessities, the song from the Jungle Book is in my head. Every time. But that's besides the point. <laughs> so those are obviously the big guys, right? The big guns. And, you know, you're seeing a lot of beef and chicken and, you know, just your food, your meat products, your vegetables. A lot of those things are being cleared out of the shelf right now. A lot of the, I think a lot of the larger corporations are going to weather this pretty well. I mean, everyone will see layoffs within their organizations, uh, most likely, but, you know, big financial institutions like the ones I work with, you know, they're they're doing everything they can right. to keep their employees happy because they do want to keep their people. And, and they, they want, are yeah. weathering this pretty well. Yeah, because, well, and you keep in mind, like, you have these big companies like Johnson & Johnson or Procter & Gamble, and they're not really cash flowing all of these products and this inventory, logistics, the trucking, the employees. They're not, most 99% of the time, they have a line of credit. Now, of course, you naysayers out there, I understand biz, a lot of businesses are debt free. We, our business is debt free. Yes, I support that. But your large players, they got their hands in a lot of different creative financing. I've worked in the corporate law world. I understand how this works. So your large financial institutions will probably weather this pretty well, and they're probably going to do okay as well. Now, that doesn't mean your neighborhood bank. I'm talking about your big guys, you know, the ones that you need. Um, you're too big to fail. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the ones that so, they haven't been wanting to allow to fail. Yes, the ones <laughs> that are going to get bailed out um, if something happens. So because you got to have lines of credit. People need access to capital to keep things moving. You know, this is not meant to spawn any type of political debate, and we're not going into politics, but just for the simple mechanics of keeping products on shelves, keeping things in people's home, and giving them access to products at an affordable price, these large financial institutions are still probably going to be around backing the finances of these companies that are making these products. Right. So that's on this big macroeconomic scale, so to speak, right? Now, bringing it down to you and me, the online business world, um, your neighborhood businesses, what's going to thrive right now? I mean, what what do you think or what have you seen really take off as this has been their moment to shine? I don't think it's necessarily limited to small businesses or online businesses, but I think we're going to see a, a huge uptick in the IT world. Right. Yeah, that's okay. That's a good point. You know, we're going to see, and what does IT mean, right? That's informational technology, but that is extremely broad. We have so many different components of it. I personally have worked in a piece of it with blockchain and then another peak with software as a service. So, you know, there's a lot of different components, right? Yeah. And then we have infrastructure, like the actual hard wires that go in your home um, to bring you internet service. So what do you think there's a specific part of the IT world that we're going to see like or well, that I is think that, or at least my hope for how this is going to end up is that I think a lot of businesses are going to see the potential for um, or the benefits of their employees being able to work from home. Um, I just think I think that I'm a huge believer in being able to do that. So right now I'm living my dream uh, personally. <laughs> 
But that being said, I think that a lot of tech companies are going to start having to get more creative with being able to imitate the work from home status as it just being likewise to working in an office building with your coworkers. Yeah. No, so like, like making it easier. I think we're gonna right, see like collaboration tools. Right. Um, you know, for instance, like Slack or Skype yeah. or VR technology VR. is becoming a thing for meeting spaces. How oh, I can see that being important. Um, that's so. On a side note, obviously, Michael and I are both working from home right now. If you and your spouse are working from home together, make sure they tell you when they are on a video call. Because you don't want to walk in and your husband's Star Wars pajamas holding the baby with your hair in a bun and your husband is on a FaceTime call with his boss. Oh, well, he, you know, <laughs> so. he seemed much worse. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for <laughs> that. So, I think he, he minds. He's Just so he's, you know. Let's put, we're going to a little it. sign on the door that says video in progress. <laughs> so... <laughs> uh, so another business that's going to thrive right now or that we've seen success with is the online fitness world. Like what is going on there, right? In most states, I shouldn't say most, in some states you have a shelter in place order right now, meaning you only do the essentials. You're not going to the gym. You're not getting your nails done. Most of those places are ordered to be closed. Uh, the state of Florida, the governor just ordered all the gyms to be closed. So gyms kind of a cesspool, right? Like, we love CrossFit. Don't get us wrong. We're all about it. But yeah, they're they're kind of germy. They're kind of gross. It's kind of like going to like a kindergarten classroom. Yeah, they always have been. Yeah, they've always been like that, right? So now people are working out from home. And oh my gosh, I have seen so many workout programs. Personally, we're street parkers. We love it. Streetparking.com. If you haven't heard of it, they are not a sponsor of this, which is something we really enjoy doing. And we've had a crazy increase in members in street parking because they they have the same community. We have like an online Facebook group where we can all chat and build community. And then like they do meetups in person and they do they do a lot to try to bring that to you. But it's great because all the workouts are yeah at home. I mean, heck, I, I bought a brand new like ab pro- program, 30 day abs. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it'll get me abs, but... Worth you know, a shot, said, right? We're know, at home anyways. Yeah, don't tell my boss, but it's not like I don't have anything else better to do. <laughs> He's <laughs> so, kidding. He definitely works. <laughs> but Sometimes, like, you know. Definitely a business that's thriving. Um, Michael's sister, my sister-in-law, she's a Beachbody coach. And, you know, regardless of your feelings on MLM, she has made it work for her and her family well. And she's seen a lot of people buying through online programming. So they're the creators like P90X, 21 Day Fix, Insanity, all those programs. And they have sort of like a Netflix for workouts. So you could Tell definitely me. fill up your um, workout ADD by going through that type of programming. So yeah, people are like, I can't go to the gym. I can't go to my spin class. I can't go to Zumba. I can't work out. I can do bodybuilding, whatever that is. So we've also seen as a component of that, I've seen... A lot of fitness equipment getting sold out on Amazon. Like, there's things I look at and the price is marked up. There's not enough left. Or we bought flooring for our gym in our basement. And it was, like, the last two boxes. So we had to hurry and grab. Yeah, it's really so, frustrating because I'm not quick to buy stuff. So by the time I'm considering buying it, it's already gone. Too late. So. I'm not impulsive. Yeah. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> 
which is starting to hurt me a little bit. So then in the online business world, you have your fitness. So even people who make their own programs, you know, I definitely see them make some great sales and Facebook groups and all that kind of stuff. Um, especially cause like we're so social distancing, we can't talk to people. So you put me in a group with someone I have something in common with, like I'm a chatterbox. I need, need an outlet, right? That's my community now. So another online business I'm seeing a lot of is social media and courses. So I'm seeing a lot of social media coaches out there, social media marketing experts, virtual assistants in that space, supporting a lot of these um, like coaches and DIY courses and online, just these online courses for people because now you're home, might as well learn something. Well, they're, they're cheap too. And it's a, it's a good, it's an easy money maker whenever you have, whenever you're able to actually just go ahead and do, outline the class, make the class and just, have mm -hmm. it running on repeat for every person that decides to buy it. It's no work to it. Yeah. Like I personally, as an attorney, bought a class that I've been wanting to take um, just to kind of freshen up on some things and make sure I can bring a better service to my people. So the little plug for that, <clears throat> if you have an online business, it's very possible that if you do well, you are going to have a copycat. Someone take your social media profile, somebody copy your Instagram, steal your list. I mean, it happens, It's, but that's your livelihood. So I, as a lawyer, make sure that I can protect you from that happening, or if it does happen, then we can get it back. We can get your business back. So I'm spending this time in some of my online courses to make sure I have other tools and tricks in my toolbox, because I mean, if you guys are going online with your businesses, most of you are now, you are opening yourself up to more liabilities, to more spammers, right? So, you know, it's from my perspective, I can use this time to learn. So the person and the company that I'm working a course through to get more tools to help you, they got a lot of other lawyers and they're doing, thinking the same things because it's a great time for us all to learn. It's a Absolutely. great time for us to take advantage into uh, these courses and as things have slowed down, we don't have to be in the car as much. So yeah, there's a little bit of a benefit to that. So these online course businesses are doing, you know, very, very well, right? Right. So that being said, it's kind of your online world. I mean, is there anything else that you could think of, like another online industry? I see like some viable settings popping up, which I think are really cool, but um, those necessarily aren't for, for I money. Know. I don't know if they charge for that. <laughs> yeah, some of them I are mean, not. I don't know. So, are we talking nonprofit? Yeah, they're not really. <laughs> it's just kind of for fun, but it's a great way to meet people, you know? Yeah, I, another industry that's probably not going to be very heavily affected of course is insurance yeah. um you know that's never going to go away as far as i know um you did know. you guys know there's cyber insurance yeah that's probably going to be a, a there's going to be a huge incline in cyber insurance providers mm -hmm. because there's a lot more risk now yeah because more everybody, everybody's working from home um heck my company laptop doesn't i don't think it has security software on it now so i need to get that going but yeah everybody work from home it presents a huge risk to a lot of companies so they need to be able to ensure that risk so um yeah. cyber insurance is going to be cyber terrorism is that what they call it yeah that's some yeah. of it i'm not exactly uh, an expert in that hackers <laughs> you know all that stuff slum yeah you're definitely going to see an uptick in that but uh yeah, everybody still needs cars, so there's always car insurance. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's car just, insurance. It might drive health. 
It's going to be interesting to see what happens to rates, too. Um, you know, because... I think our health insurance is going to end up getting... Going up. Going up. Well... That, we don't talk about that. Businesses that thrive. They're thriving, but they're making a lot more money, right? So, um, There's always a sacrifice. I think the insurance stuff is going to be really fascinating because people aren't going to be making as many claims because they're not on the road as much. So, but they still have to pay for the insurance, so they're going to be making a lot insurance. more money. And, I mean, <laughs> and you might see more of a push of people for quicker settlements because they want the cash. Too. I mean, yeah, I think we're going to start seeing so. that at our company as people, you know, they're going to be pressing for more money. So someone in yeah, someone in uh, right, someone in my uh, legal world, a colleague of mine mentioned that divorce law is going to be pretty big when this thing passes because we're all spending so much time together, and then someone At least else. We like each other, right? I think. <laughs> yeah, because all these spouses are realizing. Oh, and I actually heard a funny one. Um, this guy was got contracted COVID nineteen with his girlfriend was home with his wife found out he had it and when they tracked it back they realized he got it from his girlfriend <laughs> and now the wife <laughs> knows about the girlfriend and the wife and him are quarantined together <laughs> so Whoa. let's see if they work that one out i'm not quite sure Whoa. um so maybe we'll see i hope we don't see that to in divorces because that's very sad right we, nobody wants that but another thought is People might not be in a financial position for that. So um, that's purely speculative. Believe it or not, a lot of divorce decisions are based off of money, not love. Sorry. It's sad, but that's true. So that's another thing. And then, gosh, I mean, I see some people adopting puppies now. That makes me happy because they're home and they want the dogs yes. and they want something to hang out with. Man, I, you know, I'm starting to get kind of lonely here, so I'll raise a dog. Why not? We got two of them laying right here in the middle of us. And um, I kind of want a third. <laughs> and we're good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, why not? I mean, that's a great thing. Well, this one's broken. <laughs> so, the <laughs> industries that thrive, businesses that thrive. So, just kind of a recap. We talked about big businesses, Procter & Gamble, Johnson & Johnson. We went into some online businesses, um, health, fitness, social media marketing, coaches, DIY. I also want to throw in there that it's a great time for you to start building something if you haven't had time to before because you're running around. It's a great time to lay the framework for that side hustle um, or your full-time hustle, whatever that is, whatever that goal is. And then kind of diving into like, you know, insurance and um, the things that support us, infrastructure, IT infrastructure, those things, dogs. <laughs> so... You know, if you can't if pivot your business, if you need to right now, but just remember, some businesses are thriving. It is not all doom and gloom. It's not all bad. And you can't find workout equipment to save your life most of the time right now because everyone is buying it. So we're thankful for those people. Yeah, I'm going to be so skinny. <laughs> yeah, or we so fit, right? We're home, or it's going to be the opposite, right? You eat all your your uh, quarantine snacks. <laughs> so Yeah, I was always afraid of that. That was my only... Uh... Fear of working from home was being uh, too close to the fridge. Yeah. So now it's like you're going to walk out of this quarantine one way or the other, right? It's going to be six pack of abs or it's all going to be hanging out everywhere. It's all or nothing. It's all or nothing. So businesses that thrive. We hope that this was helpful and informative. A little bit of a light. I know that um, we wish we had more content we could cram in here, but right now this is what we see. And we just want to let you know that we're seeing businesses that are making it and it's not all like it's going to collapse. 
like I said, your online businesses, your courses, there are things for you small business owners that can make it. And there's more success stories out there. So just keep that in mind. There are good things in this. People are thriving. We're still connected in some way. So keep your head up, keep going along. It's going to all work out at some point or another. We will get through this and thank you again for joining us. And as always, you can find me online at seeenglishlaw.com. Reach out to me. Let me know how I can help you, how I can serve you in your business. All right. Thank you. Bye.